It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And this episode is brought to you by the great folks over at Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So in today's episode, I'm going to be breaking down how Kenton's keys uh, went in the Louisiana Tech game, how we, you know, did against the keys and, and different things that this was... I can be honest and say that this was my probably least accurate Kenton's keys um, because, number one, I didn't know that Austin Kendall was going to be playing. He was unavailable all week, uh, according to reports. And number two, I didn't know he was going to, you know, come out and be an absolute showstopper, which he was, which he was, honestly and truly. You know, I mean, you look at 400 400 all-purpose yards, 340 came through the air, 70 on the ground. He was a guy that one interception was bad read, terrible read. The second interception, he had to force something in the end zone in the last play. So, um, obviously, I did not foresee that coming, or the keys would have been a little different. But, with that being said, hindsight is always twenty twenty. so we got to go with what we got. And let's look at these uh, Kenton's keys, all right? So, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to go to the offensive first, Okay. So, number one, the first goal was rush for 150 yards. Mission accomplished. We did that plus some. Uh, In this game, we rushed for a total of 175 between our two backs. And, um, you know, when you include Devin Leary's sack yardage or his rushing yardage in there, it drops to 167. But either way, well over 150 uh, well, not well over, but a little over 150, and both of our backs averaged over six yards a carry. If you tell me that we're going to get that for every game going forward, that Bam and Ricky are both going to be averaging six yards per carry, both going to put up a touchdown apiece for the rest of the season, I'll take it. I'll take it every day and twice on Sunday. Um, this is, again, that was a defense that they had not been good all year stopping the run, so I figured if we had problems running the ball against them, that maybe we need to start looking at ourselves and asking ourselves how physical are we? And we did a good job there. So I, I don't have too many problems or or comments or much to say about that. We got the job done on the ground. Again, our backs combined for 28 carries for 175 yards and two touchdowns. So at the end of the day, we did it. We did what we were supposed to do. And uh, that's just that's just the, the reality Uh, of what's happening there the next thing that we are going to look at is four big passing uh, or four explosive plays in the passing game now technically speaking uh, now an explosive play in the passing game is 20 yards plus technically speaking we did not hit this technically but we got four 20 plus yarders and a pass interference that I mean, in reality, had it not been for the pass interference, probably would have been uh, 20 plus. 
So I'm going to say yes, just out of respect and just out of fairness, we probably did accomplish that. The next thing, 13-point halftime lead. Now, again, this was based on one of the other guys being in a quarterback or at least Austin Kendall not coming back and, and putting on the show of all shows, which, I mean, realistically, he came back and did. Hey, I hats off to the man. Hats off to the man. I can't disrespect him. I can't say what he uh, did or didn't do because he kept this game. He kept Louisiana Tech in this game pretty much single-handedly. And his receivers, shout out to them as well. They made big plays. The coverage was there. The coverage was there all night. It wasn't like we had guys running wide open and there were a bunch of busted coverages. Um, this kind of reminded me of the Miami game last year in that, for the most part, defensively, we did what we were supposed to do. De'Aaron King was just unstoppable. I'm not saying that Austin King, I mean, Austin Kendall is De'Aaron King. I don't know why I just fused them into one person like it's a diffusion dance or something. But you get my point. I'm not saying that Austin Kendall is De'Aaron King. I'm saying that Austin Kendall had a night where he was on. He was on. He was striking. He was hitting almost everything you could imagine. There weren't too many passes where you're like, oh, man, he had such and so wide open and he missed. He capitalized. He took advantage. Hey, we still came out with the win. So that's all you can ask for there. And then when we move on uh, to the defensive side of the ball, stop smoke Harris, no big uh, returns or passing plays. That was successfully done. Again, this was predicated on the other guys being in. And in watching film of the other guys, it was like a laser focus to force feed uh, smoke Harris the ball. It really and truly was. It, and don't get me wrong. Trey Harris is good too. Bub Means is good too. But I, I very simply see it as um, this is this is a situation where this that offense looked completely different than what I've seen the past in the past two games or in the past games where uh, Austin Kendall was not in the game. That it just it is what it is, and and we'll live with that. And now the next thing, make them beat you deep. Completion percentage under 60%. So here's the only thing that is a concern for me going forward. And this is a big concern here for me. I've talked about it from the USF game. At times, our corners have a tendency to panic in the moment of truth. Now, I said, make them beat you deep. Don't let them have over a 60% completion percentage. Or, um, I'm sorry, 60% or above. Their completion percentage was 60% on the nose, and they hit multiple big plays. Jacob Adams had a 34-yarder. Trey Harris had a 31-yarder. Bub Means had a 28-yarder. Isaiah Graham had a 24-yarder. That is a little bit concerning for me because if we are going to be a defense that creates havoc, creates pressure, creates turnovers, fine. I'm with it. I'm there. Great. Let's do it. We can't be that and also... Um, have guys that are just not ready to do what needs to be done at the moment of truth because there's going to be a lot of moment of truth. There's going to be a lot of moments where it's you and that receiver on an island. How do you react? How do you react? And, and I don't think that we reacted well enough at certain points. So that's, that's a little worrisome for me. And then again, um, the 13-point halftime lead was a no. So all in all, against the Keys, this team went uh, three of six. They got half of them accomplished. 
you can beat a team like Louisiana Tech and Compton have, and especially seeing as how um, these were predicated on the backup being in, and it wasn't quite that we weren't quite expecting what actually happened. But uh, going forward, there are things that need to be cleaned up. There are things that need to be cleaned up. There are things that you got to get better week in and week out. But again, this is why I say Wolfpack Nation needs to relax because after almost every game, you're going to see times where there's stuff to clean up. And that's okay. That's all right. Until you get to that point where you're a championship team perennially, every year you're in the playoff again and again and again, it's okay to have a game where you underperform or not even underperform where a team that people perceive is not as good as they are competes with you. Again, Tony Gibson, I'm sure he watches more film than me because it's his job. But I watch a lot of film. Tony watches a lot of film. We both agreed. This Louisiana Tech offense is the best one state seen all year. So with that being said, and honestly, going forward, looking at the rest of the schedule, I see one, two better offenses than Louisiana Tech's on our schedule. At this very moment, at this very moment, I see two offenses that are better than Louisiana Tech's on the schedule. That's it. Not saying that we run the table. Not saying that our defense should be lights out the rest of the way. I'm just stating from what I have seen so far, and granted, I haven't done super deep dives into any of these teams yet. I'm just starting to grace the Boston College film. I am telling you, I have seen two that I think it would make sense if they're on pace. Everybody else, I would be shocked. I would be shocked if I watch film with them and I say, oh, oh, wow, wait a minute now. This... They got some better things going conceptually and talent-wise than Louisiana Tech. I, that's just the honest-to-God truth. So, again, they went 3-6 against the Keys, but relax. There's no reason to be panicking and, and be, you know, oh, my God, what's going on? And the rest of the season is going to be hard and terrible. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but I'm saying that, you know, it, it shouldn't be a, a situation where playing La Tech close is like the end of the world because it's not. It's not, you know. Um, what was that woman's name? I, I remember she made the song, Why Does My Heart Go On Beating? Why Do the Seas Rush to Shore? Don't they know it's the end of the world? Because we play Louisiana Tech close. No, it's not. It's not. All right? So, with that being said, um, this game wasn't easy, but what is easy is prize picks. All right, college football fans, I know that you've heard of prize picks by now. It is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will, too. Price Picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. Price Picks offers more college football props than anyone in the world and offers all the star players of Power 5 schools as well as mid-major players that you might not have ever heard of. Price Picks offers any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. And all of the users that use promo code Locked On will receive a 100% instant depo- deposit match up to 100%. You pick two to five players and then under over on their projections. You can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize picks allows for mixed sports entries as well. So use the award-winning app that is on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. So don't hesitate. Check out Prize Picks and use promo code Locked On or go to the App Store or and download the app today. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. Also, I got to talk to you all about Rock Auto. 
With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. So why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning about your vehicle and wait while the person behind the counter orders parts on their computer choosing only the brand that their warehouse happens to carry? You have access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer, and it's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. So go to their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So, like I said, I'm just getting into the Boston College film. I'm, I really am. And, you know, I haven't f- quite formulated uh, what the keys are going to be yet. Um, but, you know, this, this is a Boston College team. They're a good team. Okay? And there's a reason why, after Furman, I said these next three games are going to tell us a lot about ourselves. And let me explain to you the breakdown of it. Number one, the Clemson game. The question behind the Clemson game was, is this team ready for big time. Is this team ready to perform in the big time uh, situations? Are they ready for that, right? That was the question in the Clemson game. We answered the question well. We came out with a win in double overtime despite certain things going absolutely haywire, okay? Our kicking game went just, I who knows? Who knows? It went the way of the Buffalo in that game. Uh, our our receivers, again, we left points on the board via drop touchdowns, but we found a way to come out with a win. Okay, and then Louisiana Tech, what was that game going to tell us? How well does this team handle success? Do you handle success by going out and becoming fat and happy and saying, hey, we done it. We got our win over top 10 team. We're good for the year. We're going to pack it in and Phone it in, and we'll probably win another three or four. We're going to get to a bowl game somewhere, and we're going to get nice bowl gifts, but we're not really going to be a challenger in the conference. And the Louisiana Tech game was going to tell that because when you beat a Clemson, it's easy to read the press clippings and believe you're the greatest thing since sliced bread and say, I don't need to study Louisiana Tech. I don't need to know what their favorite blocking uh, scheme is, what their favorite route combination is, what their favorite blitz packages are. I don't need to know that. I don't need to work on the little things of my game because we beat Clemson. Forget you guys. We beat the best. They did not do that. Again, the game was clear that, or that game was clear rather that Louisiana Tech fought and did what they had to do to stay in the game. I have told y'all the difference between when we give it away, when we allow teams in the game, and when teams fight to be in the game. Louisiana Tech fought to be in this thing. They fought to be in it. Again, their receivers made some highly, tightly contested catches. There were also some times where we kind of flubbed it away at the moment of truth with the ball in the air, but there's that. Our defensive line did their jobs for the most part. I would like to see us do a little bit better of a job of keeping quarterbacks in the pocket because while Austin Kendall is mobile, I don't think that he's 71 yards mobile. I don't I don't think that at all. I just honestly and truly don't. There were multiple times where we had everything covered up and then it was like, oh, there's Austin. He's running again. Okay. We can't have that, but 
Again, this Louisiana Tech team fought to stand again. So why is the Boston College, why did I say the next three games instead of the next two or the next four? Number one, I foresaw what Miami is doing out of Miami. I, I, I fairly figured that Miami was, I saw something in the Michigan State game that told me very soon, like, oh, this is what we're dealing with here. But number two, Boston College is a team that is rallying around the new guy in Grosale after losing Phil Jerkovich. They're a team that uh, also lost their their uh, biggest receiving threat in Hunter Long, and yet and still they're finding ways to be competitive. They were undefeated up until last week. And granted, granted, I mean, you could say the best win was Mizzou, and even that Mizzou team, I mean, it's... Uh, as much credit as people want to give Mizzou, I mean, ah, they're they're a two and three team with no wins over Power Five teams. They lost to Kentucky, in uh, a Kentucky team that just pulled off an upset over Florida, but they got trounced by Tennessee. So ah, they lose by almost five touchdowns to Tennessee. Hmm. You know, like that's, that's tough for me. But other than that game, Boston College again has looked good against uh, Colgate and UMass and Temple. They've looked good against those teams. They look good. And at the end of the day, all you can do is beat who's in front of you. They played Clemson down to the wire. If it wasn't for some fumbled snaps, which is very interesting because their center is supposed to be the focal point of that offense. He's supposed to be one of the best centers in the country. And so to see that the snap getting away from Grossell is what cost this team uh, the game, in essence, was, huh, things that make you go, hmm. But anywho, the reason I say Boston College is a team that, um, again, is the next three weeks are important is because Boston College, like us, is going to be coming off a bye week, okay? Both teams here are going bye week and then – we're going to be meeting up here. The fact of the matter is, this is going to be a game that I think, I think now, I've been wrong before, I'll be wrong again, but I think the winner is going to be the team that just finds a way to gut it out. The winner is going to be a te- the team that just finds a way to win. Now, the reason I say that's important is because you, or why I say this is going to tell us a lot about this team is because I think that we're the better team. I think that a lot of things that Boston College has going, um, it's a lot like how the Broncos and the Panthers were undefeated in the NFL, right? And this is no offense to those teams, because I I actually do think the Panthers are a little better than many people thought they would. I think that they'll be the second best team in the uh, NFC South, but a little bit of what they are, a little bit of what their numbers are is based upon them not playing teams that are not so good. So with that being said, they got a matchup against Clemson. They played Clemson extremely tight. And again, to say that we are leaps and bounds better than this team, I don't know about that now. I don't know if I go that far. I'm honestly and truly now. And this team has maintained a a modicum of health uh, a little bit better than we have, so I don't know if I would sit up here and say, "Oh, we're just we're just leaps and bounds over this team, and there's nothing they could do with us." I'm not going to tell y'all that lie, 
But the reason that this game is important, again, is because uh, these guys are a good team. They they honestly are. And with them being a good team, um, we have to do our jobs again. This team has to show up and, and play well again. All right? Grossell is a guy that in his – in his time as a starter so far, he's thrown four touchdowns, four picks, 788 yards, completion percentage, uh, 61.5, seven yards a, a, a completion. He's he's not a slouch that can't move the ball at all, all right? And, of course, it's Boston College, so they're going to come with a physical run game. Pat Garwell is the head of that uh, run game. He's, he's a, a little bit shorter of a back, but he's still a bit heavier. He's 214 pounds, but he's only 5'8". So, you know, this is the the guy, he's got those short tree trunk legs. He's a pretty big guy for his height. He's a, a big guy as far as that goes. And so, you know, they, they can do some things in the running game. Uh, Sinkfield and Levy as well are two guys that they're, they're going to be uh, coming in right behind him. They've got some good things going on in the running game. So with that being said, we need to be in a situation where um, you know, we're we're ready, we're ready to compete, and we're ready to fight out and claw out a game against these this team. Because again, these three weeks, first week, can you handle the big moment? We proved it. Yes. Second week, can you not be hungover from handling the big moment and win? Third week, okay. Now you're playing a team that is a little closer to your level. Than Louisiana Tech. And this is no disrespect to Louisiana Tech. Because they only lost by seven now. But when I say a little closer to your level, I mean Boston College is physically bigger. They're physically ready to be more physical than Louisiana Tech was. Can we pull it off again? Can we continue and sustain success? This game will tell me a lot about that. Because if we lose this game, I am going forward in the season. I am like, "Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I was told that in order to get 10, we'd have to beat some two of the three. After we lost to Mississippi State, I was told that we'd have to beat two of the three as far as Miami, the University of No Consequences, Clemson. And I said it's doable. But with that being said, if we're not ready to sustain success and take that next step as a program, I think that this game uh, will be the one to tell us that. Okay? I'm. That's just my gut feeling. I'm betting that we are. But who knows? And if you're a better, go to betonline.ag. The the thick of the conference season is here now. The NFL is starting to sort itself out. The NBA preseason is rolling. BetOnline is back and better than ever. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all pro and college betting action this season. With a new and updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be your number one source for everything football. Head to the website and sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. From football to basketball to boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online is where the game starts. Also, let me talk to you all about Sweat Block. It is doctor created and doctor recommended, and it works for up to seven days per use. Sweat Block also comes with a dry shirt guarantee, meaning if Sweat Block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. It's been featured and tested on the Rachel Ray Show by firefighters. Sweat Block is also a bestseller on Amazon for over the past decade. 
with over 13,000 reviews and is currently number one in Amazon, on Amazon in the antiperspirant category. It's also manufactured right here in the USA. It, it allows you to wear what you want. It's your little secret of confidence. And this is a must have for everyone's toiletry bag. So whether it's a big presentation or a hot date, everyone can benefit. If you or someone you know is dealing with this excessive sweating situation, no more pitting it out. You have to check out Sweat Block. Get it, get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com or with promo code locked on or at Amazon and CVS. So, so folks, folks, I'm going to say this, okay? This is a situation where against the Keys last week, we were three of six. I think we'll need to do a little better against the Keys next week uh, to beat Boston College. And don't worry, Kenton's Keys will be coming for Boston College next week, um, either Monday or Tuesday. The rest of this week, I'm going to have guests out talking about how the season's going so far, as well as how they see the season going going forward. And beyond that, um, again, the Boston College game is the end of the three-week stretch where I think we'll learn the most about this team. The, again, Clemson, can you handle the big moment? Louisiana Tech, can you not let the big moment linger and say, oh, we, we won the big moment, now let's, let's go ahead and let whatever happened in this game because we don't care anymore like we've seen in the past. And then this game, can you sustain the success when you're the hunted and not the hunter. That's important. Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate it every single time. Y'all keep the keep listening, keep liking, keep subscribing, keep sharing, and we'll keep these numbers going up. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. You are Locked On NC State. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolf Pack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.